This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. The UAW is quickly working through its five-step program. The first step was the tentative agreements. And it's already to step three with Ford and Stellantis, which was live streams to go over the highlights of the contracts with workers. And since the UAW first came to an agreement with Ford, it's the furthest along. Workers at Ford's Michigan Assembly Plant are already on step five and overwhelmingly voted in favor of the new contract. 81% of production workers and 90% of skilled tradespeople said yes to the new deal, although it did not say how many of the 4,800 workers voted. This was the first plant from Ford to go on strike, so the workers there might have the most incentive to get a deal done. However, the new contracts do include back pay for strikers and people that were laid off, which is reported to be about $110 for every day that they were out of work. Now it's Stellantis' turn to move on to steps four and five. It only took Ford a few days to go from the step three live stream to starting votes at plants. So we're expecting a similar progression from Stellantis. And we might be seeing another sign of the impact of the strike on Ford. The company, including Lincoln, sold a shade under 150,000 vehicles in the U.S. last month, which was down 5% compared to last year. And it wouldn't be surprising to see more sales numbers in the red as strikes impacted production. We also might have a reason for why Ford delayed a battery plant with SK Innovation in Kentucky and is cutting overall EV spending by 12 billion bucks. While its overall BEV sales were up 9% last month in the U.S., that's down from the 13% growth for the full year. Sales of the F-150 Lightning are up over 50% to 3,712 units, but Ford had plans to be making 12,500 Lightnings every month by the end of the year. And it's not going to do that if it's only selling less than 4000 a month. The Mach-E is also struggling. Sales last month were down 11% year over year and over 50% when compared to September. And like the Lightning, the Mach-E is likely to miss its production targets by a wide margin. BMW reported its third quarter earnings and the results are pretty good. The automakers sold about 621,700 vehicles, up nearly 6% compared to last year, including Mini and Rolls-Royce. BEVs helped fuel that growth as well. The group sold nearly 94,000, which is up about 80% from a year ago. BEVs now account for 15% of its total sales, which is its target for the full year. Its revenue of 35.5 billion euros in Q3 is an increase of 3.4%. It posted an EBIT of 4.4 billion euros, an 18% gain, and its net profit of 2.9 billion euros was actually a drop of 7.7%. BMW blames the slide in net profit on taking a majority control of its Chinese joint venture with Brilliance last year, which boosted its net profit in 2022. Even so, BMW says it's on track to meet its goals for the full year.
Car sales in the U.S. were up last month. According to global data, automakers sold an estimated 1.2 million vehicles in October, which is up 1.8% from a year ago. But that was actually below forecasts that estimated a 3 to 4% increase in sales. The slower growth is blamed on the UAW strikes, student loan payments resuming, and other economic issues. The SAR, or Seasonally Adjusted Annual Sales Rate, was 15.5 million units last month, which was down from September's 15.69 million units. But it is up significantly from October 2022's 14.7 million figure. While average transaction prices still remain high at $45,651, it was a drop of $451 from a year ago. So hopefully, that's a trend that continues. A highly competitive home market and a slight dip in BEV demand are having a big impact on Chinese EV startup NIO. Due to those factors, it says it will cut its workforce up to 10% this year. Since it only sells BEVs, NIO has been hit harder than other automakers that also sell hybrids and PHEVs. But the good news for NIO is that it continues to increase sales. It's sold nearly 110,000 vehicles so far this year, which is up over 33% compared to last year. However, not everyone is in the same boat as NEO, and we expect a lot more shakeup in the Chinese market. As we said earlier in the show, Ford is struggling to meet its EV ambitions, but it is trying to make its vehicles more attractive to customers. It's buying power startup AMP, and will absorb the business into its all-electric division called Ford Model E. AMP will help Ford improve its power, battery, and charging management on future EVs, although no word on what it's spending on the deal. Ford is opening its Bronco off-roading program to non-Bronco owners. New Bronco owners get a complimentary 10-hour off-roading training session, but now non-owners can enjoy a similar four-hour experience. Ford provides the Bronco along with trail experts to help guide participants. Packages start just under 800 bucks and includes you and three guests. The program is available at three locations across the U.S., Mont Potosi in Las Vegas, Moab, Utah, and Horseshoe Bay, Texas. If you're interested, Ford is taking reservations now. Acura is upgrading the TLX for 2024. Most notably, the front-end styling has been updated with a new fascia and different grille pattern, and the design of the rear has also been massaged. The technology package, which is now standard, includes 19-inch wheels, leather seating, an upgraded audio system, and ambient LED lighting. Other standard features include a 12.3-inch display screen and new safety tech. The powertrains are the same as before. The base setup is a 2-liter 4-cylinder turbo mated to a 10-speed automatic transmission, while the Type S comes with a 3-liter turbo V6 that's mated to a sport-tuned 10-speed auto. The new Acura TLX will arrive at dealerships later this month in the U.S., but no word on pricing just yet. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for joining us, and I hope that you have a great weekend.
Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. At Tajin Automotive Technologies, we combine world-class composite materials expertise with cutting-edge designs because, frankly, there are better ways to lightweight vehicles. So lighten up with Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.